Have you ever noticed how sometimes it's easier for somebody to tell you what not to do and for you to follow along with that than it is for somebody to tell you what to do and that you can almost identify yourself a little better in the what not to do's. You're like, ooh, I might be doing that. Well, today we're going to do that for the sitting trot. Hi there, my name is Lorna Leeson and this is the Daily Strides Podcast, the podcast which usually tells you what to do in order to have better conversations with your horse. However, today we're talking about the what not to do's. But anyway, bear with me. Each and every week we have a different topic to do with horse riding that hopefully will move you and your horse forward. It'll get you on the same page, the same sheet, and have you both, well, working forward in a way that is enjoyable for all involved. I am just a big proponent that it has to be enjoyable for the horse um, as it is for the rider. So many people maybe forget about that a little bit and get so caught up in the riding end of things. And I find that often with riders and particularly novice or newbie riders, um, it can become all about the rider. And of course, it is all about the rider at the beginning. But I find that if you can constantly do things with an eye towards how is my horse feeling about this and how does this impact and affect my horse, well, it can make it so much easier to transition across to worrying less about you and your riding and more about how the horse is going and how you can positively influence how the horse is going and that of course is the natural progression as a rider that is where you're working towards if you are a novice but back to today and as i said i'm going to focus on the what not to do's today so bear with me it's not going to be that strict though so i want to talk about the sitting trot and you know this month actually inside of daily strides premium the theme is all about the sitting trot and i wanted to really kind of knuckle down on the sitting trot because it's one of those areas that riders have a lot of hang-ups about and that is actually one of the first things i want to talk about today it is your mindset surrounding the sitting trot so so many riders think of the sitting trot and they automatically the first word if i say describe the sitting trot and describe the word that comes into your head when you think sitting trot bounce <laughs> or bouncing bouncy something to do with bouncing anyway is very often the word that comes to mind or bumpy or uncomfortable negative words okay not negative in and of themselves but when it is related to the trot yes they are definitely negative and I want you to rather think of the sitting trot and sorry the other thing that very often comes up is riders think of the sitting trot as something that they have to stay still I have to stop moving I move so much I need to stop moving I need to stay still but that's where you're going all wrong because the sitting trot is all about movement and it's about just moving with your horse rather than moving against your horse okay very basic but um, if you could just start to reframe it in your head and reframe it as a moving with okay instead of a bounce you're not bouncing anymore now you're moving with your horse you're not trying to stay still you're moving it is a very active um gait when you're riding and the more energy you put into it the more activity is going to be there obviously and moving with is a much better way of thinking about it so i want you just to start thinking about if you're struggling with your sitting trot what are you telling yourself the sitting trot is or is not and start just reframing that in your head first and foremost now the second thing that i want to touch on is this notion and it drives me dilly and um, that if you hold on to the front of the saddle or to the pommel of the saddle it'll help no it won't unless you have like incredibly long arms okay it is not going to help and the reason is because 
when you hold on to the front of the saddle, first of all, it tends to naturally close or shut down your chest area. So if you could imagine if we, if we put a measuring tape from one point of your shoulder across your chest to the other point of shoulder, you want that to be lovely and wide. You want it to be long and as, as wide as you could make it, okay, without forcing anything, okay, but nice and wide. When you hold on to the pommel of the saddle or maybe to a martingale or a neck strap or whatever the case is, okay? But when you hold on to something down there, it shuts that down. It causes your shoulders to almost curl forward okay and it usually the rider then becomes so concerned with looking down at whatever they're holding on to and can i just add that that's not going to help you in any shape way or form holding on to something it's like riders who believe that the reins are going to keep them on no two straps of leather are not going to keep you on okay let me just burst that bubble um but yeah so looking down of course just compounds this effect and what ends up happening is the rider ends up tipping forward now when you tip forward okay you automatically shut down the movement your hips and your pelvis can't move they're not able to because you're sitting there probably so much heavier than what you need to be and it, this does not matter what weight you are or how much you weigh in the saddle or what size you are it makes no difference what i'm saying is when you shut down like that you basically disengage your core and you disengage your hips and your pelvis okay you've you've stopped the movement you've shut it down you've locked it down and that is where the bounce comes from okay so as hard and as difficult as it might seem, and this again is only a mindset, okay? You need to rather think about sitting up and lifting up. And, you know, I'm a big fan of using lunge lessons in order to, first of all, build confidence, but also to get riders going, going, to get them going. But um, to as uh, going in their head, okay, it's a it's a whole confidence thing, and also then to build position and everything, okay. But um, if you can then even you don't have to hold your reins and and I would actually suggest at the beginning that maybe you weren't holding your reins because some riders can learn to depend on them, and again why would you ever do that? But um, what I would suggest is pretending like you have your reins. So actually lifting and carrying your hands, okay? That can be a great way of just keeping the chest nice and open, keeping the chin up, keeping the focus on where you're going. And it makes all the difference in freeing up your hips and your pelvis to move with your horse because you have to move with your horse. There is a movement in it. There is a hinging movement. Now, if you don't know what I'm talking about here, if you're thinking, hold on, what sort of a hingy movement? Um, we chatted about it a couple of weeks ago when we spoke about sitting trot so i will link to it in today's show notes and you can find all the show notes and the blog post for today over at stridesforsuccess.com forward slash episode 1072 okay but um i'll link to it there or if you're listening in a podcast app if you just scroll back up a couple of or down i don't know depends which app you're using, um, a couple of episodes, you'll find the episode there about uh, learning to ride the sitting trot a little bit better as well. Okay, that is there for you. So we said that the first mistake was the mindset, okay, thinking bounce or thinking that you have to stay still. I need to stay still. I need to grip on. The second one was the holding on and the tipping forward. Not helpful at all. Okay, there's this like, there's this space in front of you um, 
that if you could imagine it's not your space you need to get out of it okay it's got nothing to do with you and when you tip forward you automatically go into that space and by going into that space first of all you shut down your own body and you shut down your own movement but the other thing that you also shut down is the horse's movement so thinking about how when we want to begin positively influencing our horse we become very aware of the fact that energy is created in the back end flows underneath us basically so under the saddle through the horse's back and connects up to the front end now when you're tipping forward and you're sitting up there like a little hamster you're all curly through your back holding on for dear life to the pommel of the saddle oh please keep me in the saddle okay you're holding on there what's happening is that energy can't flow through and when energy can't flow well it has to go somewhere doesn't it and of course, it's going to result in you getting a lot more bouncy around in that saddle, okay? So think of it that way as well. Now, the final bit that I want to talk about, the final mistake that I see so many riders doing is they grip with their legs to stay on. My legs are going to keep me on. Well, unless you've got legs of steel, my darling, no, they're not, okay? <laughs> to burst that bubble as well. Your legs are not there to keep you on. Your legs are there to help to communicate with your horse. And they can't do that if you are just using them to keep you on, okay? Very often when riders begin riding, and I see this a lot, I see it with all riders, and where <laughs> the children tend to kind of get over this fairly quickly because their legs are so short. Um, well, they, they learn pretty quick that their legs aren't going to keep them on at all. So very often they don't even come halfway down the horse. But, um, with adults or maybe taller riders, people with longer legs, um, they tend to use this as a bit of a crutch and it can be a hard one, a difficult one to overcome. So if you're gripping with your legs, hoping, praying, oh, please keep me up here, okay? You don't want to do that. What's going to happen is, first of all, it works like a vice, a vice grip. You know what a vice grip is, a thing that people use to open things or close things or loosen things okay it's not a nice thing anyway um it's like a vice grip on your horse's back and the horses generally don't respond well to it and the second reason is that you will very often bounce yourself off the saddle so because you're gripping it's like this clothes peg but think about the shape of a horse the clothes peg every bounce because that's what's happening because now you're not moving with the horse you're trying to stay still and grip with the horse or grip with your legs every kind of bounce with the horse is actually pushing that clothes peg further and further up the saddle up, 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 until it comes off, okay? So very important you're not gripping with your legs. Think about rather draping your legs nice and long around the horse and then just using your seat to move with your horse. And of course, it is a lovely, it's a swinging, it's a hinging action, it's a forward-backwards movement, it's not an up-down movement, it's a hinge movement, a forward-backwards. And as I said, if you go to the blog post for today, which you can find over at stridesforsuccess.com, episode number one, 072 you will find the link to the previous episode there and i talk more about that there i don't want to get into it today so the three big do not do's okay don't do this in your sitting trot don't think about it as a bounce or trying to stay still don't think about it as something that you have to hold on and don't tip forward and finally don't grip with your legs to stay on there we go you see sometimes it is easier when you're told what not to do Sometimes it's easier to identify with that and go ahead and do just that. Now today, as the day this podcast comes out is of course Cyber Monday. If you have not already signed up to get emails off of me, you can find out the specials that we're having over at Strides for Success. 
com forward slash black. Okay, I'm going to leave it at that for today. Be good. I'll chat to you next week. Keep well. Bye.